Hello and welcome to another episode of the Rookie Numbers podcast, a podcast where we take tech news, gaming news and games and turn it over its head. I'm Aman. And I am Neela. That was a very long gap, huh? It's fine. Nobody nobody heard that in the in the final edit except now you said it so I'll have to put it in the edit. Oh no. So, uh quick side note, uh the intro you just heard before my droning voice was a really cool intro made by our friends of the podcast. Yes, two of our very close friends, Abhirup Dasgupta and Aditya Gochamunde, did us the honor of making our intro for us. Please do check them out. They have some nice stuff. I'll drop their social medias down in the description and on our stories everywhere, so feel free to hit them up, hit us up. And yeah, ask them to make a track for you and they'll probably not make it, but yes, I guess that's something. might as well give it a shot yeah i mean why not so this week we have some uh very good news if depending on which side you're on we have very good news or bad news for you uh this this podcast and now be uh, termed as a true crime podcast because radio on just did some killing out there so for the uninitiated there we had the radion's graphic card event one day before we are recording that is the 28th of october and they announced their new graphic cards and well they blew nvidia out of the park yeah um okay so they announced three graphic cards the rx 6800 the rx 6800 xt and the rx 6900 xt nice <laughs> and the great thing about um the three graphic cards they launched was that all three of them were in direct response to the R- RTX 3070, 3080 and 3090 although they didn't mention the 3070 anywhere they mentioned the RTX 2080 Ti instead which is a somewhat of an equal uh, performance metric which makes sense because the well the 3070, 3070 is not out yet yeah the 3070 is technically launching like today today yes so in the last month AMD has had two events one for the cpus one for the gpus on the C- on the day that they launched the cpus intel got extremely wrecked by the fact that amd finally had single core performance that could beat um top of the line intel cards did i say that right yep you were absolutely right in the event that happened yesterday or the radeon event amd launched a graphic card that could keep at par with the rtx 3090 for $500 less which is insane they launched the 6900 xt can hold its ground in terms of frames per second against the rtx 3090 which is a 1500 dollar card and they launched that for $1000 i don't know how that converts to indian pricing but that's still insane talking about the indian pricing i think it's going to be much bigger of a hit in india considering how horribly nvidia is handling their after sales in india or anywhere honestly yeah well fair um although like to be honest they could also like amd could also have stinging stock issues because of the fact that one the demand is already high in 2020 for gaming and second like um they like because of the fact that nvidia has had bad stock issues a lot of people might just turn to amd after this if they are out looking for a new graphic card but hopefully they've learned something from their uh, brothers out in the green side so i think this time they'll have Uh, as an after seeing how nvidia dealt with the stock issues i think 
they'll be focusing on having enough stock to satisfy the need because that is where they'll make their money currently because they know nvidia on their side on the green side does not have enough uh, units to satisfy the demand and hence amd could come up clutch there and that could be a That's very for sure. yeah that would be a very nice marketing play for them because currently there is a need of current like next gen graphic cards especially right. at this yeah. point if you're making more cards you're making more money that's pretty much the game at the moment if you're making more next gen cards if you're amd or nvidia if you're making more cards you're making more money and that's only something you can say in the first few months of a, uh, after release of a graphic card and even more so now when the stocks from both sides are possibly low whichever company has the available card probably wins out mm-hmm. um so yeah other than that there were some interesting things in the event there was something about smart memory access and rage mode so rage mode is just your uh run of the mill one click overclocking and that was not very exciting to me but most of them that smart memory access was pretty cool so if you have say a Ryzen 5000 system uh with an RTX sorry uh, with an RX to use saying RTX <laughs> um with an RX uh, with a Radeon graphic card basically of this um, generation of this generation if you have like an RX 6000 series card with a Ryzen 5000 system your CPU can use your uh, GPU's worth like com- uh, memory completely VRAM so that that's going to give you a big improvement in any task you're doing essentially and that's going to convert into better game performance as well so all red systems are looking pretty slick honestly uh okay nilak you were you were going to build a pc uh soon enough do you, does this change your decision so currently i'm yeah i am looking at building a pc so this Mm-hmm. definitely okay so i hadn't decided on whether to go team green or team well red but mm-hmm. now i think i'll be going more towards team red because well amd have always been more bang for the buck and well we we still don't know about the stock issues so it's definitely something i'm going to be considering mm-hmm. but again the biggest variable here is the stock i won't be building for the i won't be building for the next few months so Do you think stock will have been subside? Like the stock issue will be gone by then? I think okay. So what usually happens is in the first month or first two months of release, there's a stock issue for most of the like launches, right? But after a few months, after the initial few customers have got it, then the the stock issue starts subsiding as they have more time to build on that, build on it, and the well, a good bunch of the people have already got it. So I think the stock issue subsided by early 2021 maybe by Feb Feb March fair enough so I think around then would be a good time if you want if you have like the time to build out a PC then like Feb or March would be a nice time because I kind of have a feeling you can't pick up a cheap graphic card this Black Friday if you're trying to look for the new new ones because they will be out of stock even even uh the radeon cards even the 6 rx 6000 cards i don't think they'll be in stock for black friday or like if you're trying to source it from there i mean something. only one of the cards is releasing before black friday and i don't think they go they go on a sale well two weeks into release they could do something like a early like a launch pricing or something and then turn it up a little or bundle it together with a game or something because right That's now if you buy that something they will probably do 
like if you buy a RTX 3000 series card right now they give you Watch Dogs Legion for free so i think even with the launch of RX cards they will bundle uh raid with it creed what do you call it the new one valhalla with it assassin's creed because as we yeah. know valhalla is uh, on the amd side so 100% yep you will get there will be a deal which will be along the lines of you buy an RX 6800 or 6900 card and you get valhalla with it that would be a good deal honestly because like a sanskrit valhalla is not a cheap game by any means so that's still some saving yeah definitely it's close to like a 50 to 70 dollars off which is as good as you can get yeah and it's more of a game you play than watch dogs niche short sure. it's a more we'll mainstream into, so. game okay fair enough talking about games and release dates which there was no mention of but i'll mix it in anyway uh i'm sorry guys we jinxed it cyberpunk has been delayed again oh no to the 10th of december i will edit in a moment of silence here so for the uninitiated cyberpunk have, have was was about to launch on the 19th of november it has since been delayed by 21 days to the 10th of december mm-hmm. and which i don't know i have very conflicting thoughts about it they say it's because they need to optimize it for next gen which is fair enough but what i'm conflicted about is crunch they had admitted to having crunch during the final stretch which is not fair but it's at this point it's become expected and i don't from know, from cdpr at least yeah and i don't know whether this means that it will be crunching for 3 weeks longer or they have extended by 3 weeks so that they don't need to crunch i highly doubt that honestly uh... this comes from this is surprising because it comes after news of cyberpunk having gone gold which means that most of the game was supposed to be ready so the 3 week delay could possibly actually just be that they have trouble releasing the game across multiple generations and does need to work more for it i i don't think uh, a studio like cd project red would um take so long or take 3 weeks extra after saying multiple times on their forums that we'll re- we'll launch it on this date pakka final this is the final date you can now pre-order it etc etc um i don't think they'll go back on their word so easily unless there was something substantial to be done in those 3 weeks and if that is the case then i do think they'll be crunching for 3 weeks longer because it's already like a thing cd project red is kind of known to do that before game launches okay so uh here's what they actually said there was uh, as well there was also an investor meet of theirs a day or two back in which they did admit that that the reason why they're pushing it back is because next gen is not playing along as they thought it would that is the, that is to say the next gen consoles aren't as easy to develop for than as they thought they were would be so that is what they said to even their investors and then they had a talk about crunch to them as well so i am led to believe that it is for the same reason although they also did mention when they announced the launch that and that they were like yeah a lot of you must be thinking how much is 3 weeks is 3 weeks enough but they did admit that having the game going gold helps because that means every part of the game is now playable they just need to work on optimizing it tell me this why why doesn't uh, cdpr just simply go and release it on one platform and then wait on another platform so that was what i thought they could do I was really I was hoping that what they do was instead of delaying all of it they could just be like fair 
we launch on PC and old gen or current gen, however you want to call it, on the same release date and Stadia. Yeah, sure. On the same date, and on the next gen, we de- we launch it two weeks later. But the thing here is, you remember how much we shot on Rockstar for double dipping? Mm-hmm. Yes. Although, um, okay, yes. Go on. Yeah. So. All the people who bought the next-gen consoles to play games on release date will probably be like, bro, what the hell? I wanted to play it on release date, not play it three weeks after a console which costs half of the money, like the money I spent on it. But you put it in perspective to something like, um, so from what I'm led to believe about Microsoft or Xbox so far, if you buy the game for the Xbox in any platform, the Xbox One or the Series S or X, you get the same game, don't you? So, it I won't be surprised if they launch it on the Xbox and then say that this will get a 4K upgrade patch in two weeks or like a, uh, it'll get like a day 20 update that makes it a Series X compatible game in two weeks because as it is, uh, Cyberpunk is a very heavy game that's probably going to run at 4K 30 on the Series X also. Um... So I'm not quite sure. Like they could have done that on that side. I'm not sure about how that would play along so, on PlayStation. But yeah. So Aman, the thing here is, it's not, it's not just develop developing for current gen and just being like fair. You can just play it on the next gen. It's a completely different set of hardware which they need to optimize for it differently, right? Mm-hmm. So you mean to say that if they launch it on the Series X, that will be an entirely different game, which you won't be able to play on the one if you own it. Because that it, kind it of will be an that. entirely dif- it will be an entirely different game in the sense that it will be optimized for a completely different set of hardware and not like nothing playable will be different. The game has gone gold. It's just how it will run that will be different. It's like saying, fine, I have developed my uh, game for Nvidia graphic cards of this generation and Intel CPUs for this generation. So should I just launch it for? Uh, those well devices or should I wait and support the other devices as well and then launch it fair enough I mean I get the I get the novelty we had launching for all platforms at once because it creates the sort of ubiquity that you can buy it anytime like you can buy it anywhere essentially like you can go to any virtual store and buy it um and that is a value proposition that kind of makes the game, uh, like, boost the sales of the game. So I get why they're doing it. Um, I just wish they weren't doing it because I want to play it on the PC. Of and I'm Everybody does one of I'm one of the few people who pre-ordered the game. So, yeah, every moment the Cyberpunk does not launch, I just reconsider yeah. why. Anyway. anyway, talking about games launching and not well, mm-hmm. we had... This, in fact, today itself, we had Watch Dogs Legions launch. Yep, Watch Dogs Legion launched uh, today itself. And one weird piece today of news... Today is the that, 29th. Yes, today is the 29th of October on the day of uh, recording this. And the weird thing about the game is it launched, but without any multiplayer or co-op support. So you could play the game on it by itself on your own, but you can't play online multiplayer or co-op which will be implemented later and will be pushed in an update later. Um, so it's it's not really that big of a deal as you're making it out to be. 
so the thing is it is it has always been a single player focused game right you can't put it on the spot and say it launched without multiplayer and that's weird so i have i do have some thoughts about them launching multiplayer later but that is on completely different lines but this is something which like certain companies have done which cdpr is also doing with cyberpunk uh huh fair and gta did with online yeah gta did with online and that's nothing out of the blue honestly okay and that's not not something which you can bash a company for is my main point here. sure it, but i just stu- it just stuck out as weird to me uh fair enough it it is not focused to be a multiplayer experience in any way shape or form okay anyway so yes it did launch today itself we have been looking at reviews mm-hmm. because well we haven't bought the game not yet not we, yet we might get a ubisoft connect subscription or the ubisoft subscription thingy whatever it's called and you play, play plus oh it's called uplay plus okay yeah. <laughs> never mind anyway yeah so i went through a couple of reviews and the and the gist of most of the reviews were that so okay so for the uninitiated the whole gameplay the main gameplay mechanic that they are advertising here is the fact that you can recruit every single npc you see on the screen or in your game and play as them and every single person has a different set of abilities and set of well vehicles or weapons so there could be a granny who uses a well who Golden uses a fan okay yeah sure. who uses a walking stick or there could be a construction worker who has a drone or there could be a sci-fi guy who has a well a spider drone so it's that was the main aspect or the main feature of the game mm-hmm. but a lot of reviews say that apart from that aspect there is really not much interesting nothing much interesting in the real gameplay it is the same game that has been shipped for the past 2 years and that on the on that aspect it hasn't improved at all it is apparently very bland and but do you think that's something that's fixed by the one the addition of online which or uh, the addition of say dlc's content updates etc that is honestly to be seen with the dlc so what they could add with dlc's could be a bunch of new story missions mm-hmm. right but that again that would be a different gameplay loop because that would depend on how well the story missions are designed right fair enough whereas if whereas if you're talking about uh, what was the other thing that you said online right yep. nobody is buying watch dogs to primarily play online it i does, know i know but that was also the case with gta all those years ago right it was primarily a first like a story mode game which quickly 100%. became an online game after its after the launch of gta online so do you Definitely. think something like that happens here it could happen here but watch dogs has previously tried to be online watch dogs 1 had an online thing mm-hmm. watch dogs 2 had an online thing which is which was so well so bad mm-hmm. that literally nobody remembers right okay so unless they've really well done their homework on it i don't think it becomes a hit like gta online does and on the other hand in fact GTA Online was a very one-off thing. It's a very, uh, as in, how do I put this? It's not a common thing that every company can pull off that easily. Oh, that's fair. That's fair. But I also feel like Ubisoft is a company that can do that. 
although like yes. a sanskrit never could do a good online but there is potential there is potential but i mean it remains to be seen at this point it's just conjecture sure okay one thing we didn't discuss about cyberpunk and i hate to bring it back because i'm sad about it is the kind of impact that it had on other game launches ah yes that was something we uh, how about we finish up watchdogs and then touch on that again sure I so thought you had nothing to say I, about Watchdogs. I do, I do, I do. I have some thoughts about why they are implementing multiplayer later. Okay. So this is a also a strategy which is uh taken up by a lot of by EA previously. What they what EA did was they launched I forget the name of the game, but basically what happened was they launched the game and the game was a, a nice game. It didn't have microtransactions whatever for the first month. Then Then what happened was then all the reviewers gave it a nice review saying it's not pay to win yada 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 and then the microtransactions dropped and everything became pay to win. Which game is this? I think it was some Star Wars game. Okay. Cool. So that's what happened. So so what happened like what happened was the initial reviews were so good everybody started buying it and then they launched the microtransactions which in turn really screwed up the game because it became pay to win nobody likes to play a pay to win game. Mhm. That's there were a bunch course. of loot boxes and what not. So it could be a thing that Ubisoft is doing. But uh, I don't want like I don't want that to happen as one. Yeah, really. Of and, course, I mean. <laughs> yeah. And the second thing is probably that uh Ubisoft does Ubisoft have a history of doing that though? Not really, but it also it also doesn't have a history of good online thing. Also fair. I would say Rainbow Six Siege, but that's not really the definition of a good online game or a story it's mode game. It's also completely very different studio. Yes, also true. Um, okay, that's probably something. I don't expect great online, but I expect something better than what they did with the predecessors. Because from what I can tell, I haven't played a lot of Watch Dogs, but Watch Dogs One had a lot of trouble, a lot of issues. Watch Dogs Two was a better game in in a bunch of ways, and Watch Dogs Legion looks to be an improvement over that. So I'm expecting at least an incremental improvement, if not like revolutional. At least this one is exciting enough for me to want to play it. So that's a win. I I do suggest everybody to look into uh, reviews of the game because I was really interested in it. I was looking into buying the Uplay Plus, but after looking into reviews, I'm not that interested in it anymore. Oh, you might want to like wait, wait it out a bit, look at the reviews, and that's advice that goes for anything. Yeah, exactly. Don't be, don't be me exactly. and pre-order games that you know might not be great. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, so you mentioned Cyberpunk delaying other games. Yes. So what happened was Cyberpunk uh, launched their delay, and the the Path of Exile's lead developer, mm-hmm. Chris Wilson. He on his own Discord server went no 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 no, and this was tweeted out by Dex, who is their community manager. And then today we got some news which says that Path of Exile's next leak, which is a three-month thing, is getting delayed by one month, so that it does not clash with Cyberpunk's launch. Initially, it was supposed to launch on the December twelfth, which is just exactly two days after Cyberpunk's launch. No, yeah, the new launch. Yeah, the new launch. So they knew that their community would be disappointed, as in they won't be able to juggle two games, which is very fair. Very good on them, honestly. So, yeah, exactly. And so what they did was they have said that they're launching the new expansion in Jan, 
and that they're going to have a multi-week event in December. That's which is again going very well with the community. A win-win for everyone, honestly. Exactly. Um, although, like uh, to think about it, I remember Watchdog Legion and Assassin's Creed Valhalla both being in very close proximity to Cyberpunk was kind of a problem. Because Cyberpunk was originally going to launch what November nineteenth, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla was going yes. to launch November seventeenth, which got later shifted to November tenth. Yeah. So yeah. now both Assassin's Creed Valhalla and Watchdog Legion have like a good month between uh, their launch and the Cyberpunk launch, which probably makes it a better buy because a lot of people would boards well for both sides. Yeah. I didn't expect Cyberpunk to be changing their dates like this. Which is why I thought that Valhalla will go kind of under the radar because of because of kind of how the hype train is going towards it. But yeah, now I think this will this, get more attention. Now you know what I just thought of. Now it intrigues me to see how it works out on Black Friday. Whether the game, whether Cyberpunk gets a sale then or not. Actually, I don't know. It that it'll be interesting to see how that works. Do CDPR games go on sale a lot? Did Witcher do it? CDPR games are like after a year, CDPR games are perpetually on sale. Okay, but yeah, it will definitely win. I don't think that's gonna that's a game that's gonna be on sale for a long time because it's one of their flagship, been working on it for seven years game. So who knows? We'll find out on Black Friday. Um, talking about games and launches, we have another weird game launch. Uh, and it's very specific, and it's on the podcast for a very specific reason. Control, the famous Remedy game which had a lot of issues in between, uh, launches on the Switch, but only in cloud gaming mode, so kind of. So Control on Switch is a cloud version game with the game streamed to your device, which means portable play away from a strong and stable internet connection is not possible. And it's not the first big name game to have that, but this is the first one that popped up on my feed, so I'm going to cover it. Uh, Resident Evil 7 also got a cloud version as did Fantasy Star Online 2. Uh, and it's not going to be the last one either because Hitman 3 also announced that it's going to be uh, on the Nintendo platform only using cloud. So Nintendo Switch is getting all the AAA games that the PC and um, the brothers on the Xbox and the PlayStation side are getting, but in this format, in the cloud gaming format. Do you think this is a good thing in general? So, let's have a look at the Switch. If you wanted to play on the Switch, if the developers of Control wanted to launch their game on the Switch, they had two options. To either downscale the game Mm -hmm. to a very poor quality or launch it in a cloud version, right? I don't know how the pricing is. I hope it's lesser than a $60. Why would it be though? It's a full-fledged game. Yes, but it's like it's streamed on a cloud service. You don't have it. The requirement of it is uh, like the baseline requirement is you have internet connection and a good internet connection. A very good internet connection, I'm assuming. Yeah. I wouldn't buy it for 100% cost. Why not though? I mean, um, think about this. Like in most countries, in most countries where the switch is relevant, um, not so that's not India, but like uh, the USA or the UK or... So, the thing here is that the Switch or any Nintendo console is primarily a portable device. 
it's not meant to be played as in it's not it's not optimal it's optimal scenario isn't that you're playing at home sitting under well 5 gigahertz wi-fi band and playing games there it's optimal scenario is you're traveling you're traveling in a train and you're playing the game there you're traveling in a car and you're playing there you're on a flight you don't have internet and that's where you're playing that is its niche use case scenario unless you're in couch gaming mode um the switch has already got a lot of games which are not cloud gaming games which don't work on the portable mode as much because like there are a lot of games that require you to have the like the full fledged tv experience and there are good well fair I, there aren't a lot of games which require them but there are games which perform better in that way but it's by no means a requirement okay sure i'll have to look that up but i don't remember it uh but yeah in general i feel like it could have it uh, i think remedy won't be wrong in charging the same price for it because um one they i don't think they're looking at it as a game you can play portably anyway because if unless you have like great cellular network which is kind of a dream in most places um but like they will be right in doing that but they shouldn't because it's kind of like you're paying for your internet anyway you're paying quite a lot for your internet if you're going to be running it in full resolution and full like in full scale um so yeah i guess that's that's what it is so basically australians cannot play control i'm still of the opinion that uh, it should be cheaper yes it should be cheaper than the full game but uh, control like remedy would be right in uh they won't be particularly wrong in charging full price for it oh wait so they are so to play the game to fully access the game the players will need to pay for the access pass which is priced at 40 dollars okay the access pass which is, is okay that's a cheaper price than the full game yeah is the access so, pass a subscription thing i don't think so doesn't make sense and it's fairly expensive to be it's too expensive to be a subscription thing but well it's probably not a subscription thing it's a one time it only. gives you access yeah good enough then i mean 40 is a fair price for a game that's priced at 60 dollars but then again it is a year old game i don't think it's still a viable amount they should have priced in my opinion seeing how much control is going for currently they should definitely drop the pricing to about $20 maybe maybe yes because as i said you're depending on their it's not just your net right you you're depending on their servers to function well also that's fair yeah and well on a lot of websites control is on the console this for $25 currently so it absolutely makes no sense to price it at $40 honestly from like from what i have seen on the switch the switch games are pretty um marked up and expensive so it's not coming as a surprise to me that control is more expensive on the switch than it is on other consoles but it should be cheaper yes or it i think it'll get on a sale very quick i so then again it's a first party sale i don't think it goes on a, as in it's a first party sell it's not a i don't think it goes on a sale too often let's see at at this point it's it looks like i like the direction that nintendo is taking so that they can support triple a titles but um pricing is still kind of a weird space in cloud gaming because you don't quite know how to price games because i like once you pointed out that was a dilemma i had as well because how do you price a game where half the stuff that you need for the game is supplied by your own money anyway 
Oh wait, another aspect to this. Uh-huh. Another aspect to this is you don't know when they take down the servers. Five okay. years down the line, they could take down the servers, and you'd still want to play the game, but you won't be able to. Okay, that puts a life on a game. Exactly. That is also the view people have on DRM, right? On DRM, which have online checks. Because once the company shuts down, once the online checks are not prevalent anymore, you effectively can't play the game. Well, that's okay. That's been a thing on many games in the past, and it's not been uh, greatly received by the community. This is a different aspect to this. This is an entire. It's kind of the same thing, but in the way that, like, even a game that's completely offline, like in its base, uh, control as such does not require you to have internet connection because, like, if you if you didn't own the cloud version of the game, you don't need internet to control. Thanks for that pun. Moving on, uh, so. now a game like that is also bound by the same internet drm laws or at least what i would call it or the internet server laws that um, most other online games are which is that when the uh, when the company server goes down the game is also dead mm, that's a weird trade off would i pay less for it i would definitely pay less let's see i mean this will this is something that's going to change the behavior of people in the um in the long run it's very niche very i mean cloud gaming a, is definitely very yeah, it's not quite a thing uh, it's very new currently so yeah it will take a while for it to normalize because ubisoft is charging three times the price of other subscription we'll see for their well, a lot game, of it so. will be like depend on the future yeah all right moving on to next news Yeah, short piece of news mm-hmm. is that Oculus Rift 2 has successfully been cracked, which means you do not require Yay. a Facebook account. Will the crack it. still break it? So that is what people are thinking. So what if uh, Facebook releases a patch which will fix the crack that could break your device? So there are ways to play play around it, as mm-hmm. like well the cracking community is very familiar with it. But then again, it's a way. It's in a very new. well it's it's in its infancy currently we'll need to see how it plays out and in my opinion if it's a crack which works mm-hmm. i won't mind buying the quest 2 because as every as not a lot of people might know facebook is selling every one of their quest 2s at a loss where they gain their money back by gaining the information gaining your data You would that love to see them burn, basically. That is their income scheme on the Quest 2. Of course, if I get to play on the Quest 2, which they're selling at a loss, and not give them my sure. data, sure, sure, it just costs them good. a fair amount of loss. And I never thought I will say it because, but it seems more and more apparent to me now. But the Oculus Quest 2 has been jailbroken. So the thing here is, jailbreaking is a different term altogether. Jailbreaking means you can't make changes to the. root software which i think is more apt here than when rooting androids i just wanted to put that out there there's a difference between a there is a difference between a root and a jailbreak sure always the snob always the snob anyway, there but on. yes just wanted to make the point more some more local news uh some more some new some local news we have ps5 india pricing that's finally revealed by sony Yeah, 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 yeah. 
it's not quite a yay news. So the DVD version comes in at fifty thousand, and the non-DVD version or the non-disc version comes in for forty thousand. And in comparison, the Xbox comes in for fifty thousand for the Series X and thirty-five thousand for the Series S. It's kind of exactly ten times the uh, US pricing, hundred times the US pricing, and. That's kind of sad because I expected some change after years and years of console selling in India. The DualSense controller goes in goes on sale in India for six thousand. So get which is one thousand more than DualShock Four. Yep, and about as much as the Xbox controllers. Yeah. Also, another thing I'd like to mention here is that they had previously said that it's going to launch on the November nineteenth in India. It was on their website. Then they took it off their website. Then they put it on their website again. Then they took it off again. Then recently they put it on again, and yet today they took it off again. Okay, so are they launching on the November nineteenth? I am very confused when they are launching. And honestly, PS India is doing a horrible job. I hope they don't sell well. And well, wow, okay. I hope they don't sell well in general. But <laughs> okay, I guess. Yeah, it's a horrible job that they're doing. I really. Well, oh. I think they're also confused about when they're launching because of the whole trademark thing. Because I think they're going to have to call it the PlayStation Five with the F I V E instead of a new number, which will still. Then why put well it then. on your website? Ah, uh, because the website has a global trademark or something. I don't know. Or honestly, then, uh, they probably were too cocky about it and just went, "Yeah, we'll launch in a week," and then they realized that courts are a thing in India, which take a lot of time. Um, so who knows? They could launch. They could launch tomorrow, for all we know. Who knows? They probably wouldn't. Just <laughs> putting it out there. They're probably not launching any time before November nineteenth. And the reason why they took it off is probably because they're going to delay it. Yeah, before. that's true. Um, and the games are getting more expensive. Yes. Another big uh headliner with the new generation console launch was that Sony had said that all of their next generation games are going to cost seventy dollars. As opposed to sixty dollars, and that converts to that con. So sixty dollars effectively converts to four thousand rupees, and seventy dollars effectively converts to five thousand rupees. It's just kind of sad because I would honestly never shell out five thousand rupees to play a new game. That's like one one tenth the price of the console. Put it in con- context here: the price difference between the PS Five non DVD version. And the Xbox Series S is the price of one PS5 game. Mm-hmm. Is this just PS5 pricing, or is Xbox pricing going to follow the same route? It really depends on the publishers. I feel most often they could follow the same route, but then again, I don't think people. Most of the people buying Xbox are more so buying it for the Game Pass. That's fair. Actually, that's a much better deal to follow any time. Exactly. So I don't think we can really hold the comparison there. That's true. Actually, Xbox would really win out if they got the um, what do you call those EMI plans that they had? If they got those plans to India, they would easily win the whole whole console war because you, what they said was for twenty five dollars or something a month for twelve months you can have a Series S and Game Pass, and at the end of those twelve months you can keep the right. console. If they brought that to right. India, anyone right. could buy it. Twenty five dollars a month converts to what two thousand a year, I guess. Uh, sorry, two thousand a month. Two thousand a month and two thousand a month for twelve months is what twenty four thousand. Twenty yeah, which is very cheap and that is very viable. I'd buy mm-hmm. the 
Series S today. Okay, that, that is one. Case. That is less than the price of the console as is selling in India. Plus, you get a year of Game Pass for it. That's three hundred games. That's crazy. Yeah, but then again, it is not in India yet. I I really really wish it was. I'd buy the console today if that was in that one hundred percent. No questions asked. Despite the fact anyway, that we have final... PCs, we would still buy it, and that's not even a good deal for of us. Of course. <laughs> I mean, it is a good deal for there us. There are virtually no exclusives on the PC, like on the Xbox that are not on the PC. So yeah, well, that's actually fair. The value proposition is still so good that Neelak said yes to that, and he never says yes to a console. So think about it. <laughs> and anyway, <laughs> in our last piece of news, and this is something that makes me very proud in a weird way. The Game Awards actually care about India, so Jeff Keighley uh, announced that the Game Awards will be airing live in India on way more networks than they ever did before. Before you get into it, for the uninitiated, the Game Awards is basically like Filmfare Awards for games. It is the most widely renowned awards for games, so it's a big deal that it's coming to India officially. You really you you went and said the most renowned award for games and said Filmfare. As you must have the Academy Awards or point. the Oscar. Yeah, the Academy Awards, whatever. <laughs> you get my point. No, you and just said the film fair. <laughs> more importantly. Okay. More importantly, I forgot my point. But anyway, it's yeah. So more importantly, this means that Raji might be a nominee. Ooh, that's okay. That's a thing. I did not consider Which that. Which could be an incentive for them to, well, broadcast in India, whatever. it's something that i'm definitely looking forward to and i'm really hyped about yep so go on go uh, on please the event will air live on the december on the 10th of december on mtv india uh disney plus hotstar jio tv mx player voot and airtel india okay that which is airtel extreme airtel extreme okay or it's called extreme extreme oh, yes oh extreme that's extreme extreme uh, wait no yeah <laughs> Plus, there'll be a live Hindi stream on the YouTube Gaming Channel, which is very cool. Like, I think YouTube India Gaming Channel, I'm I'm assuming, but the kind of uh, coverage they have in India, the kind of spawn, like the kind of collaborations they have in India, is pretty crazy. Because I didn't expect it on like on the get go. The gaming community is kind of ignored in India, which is kind of sad. And I'm extremely happy that there's like a positive step taken towards coverage in India, and. Um, the whole point about raji being on it i am super hyped to see if they are and i don't know when the nominations launch if it's on the event or before but if raji is a part of that that will be amazing that will be another prediction of mine yeah and that's a prediction i want you to get right unlike yeah. the other ones oh yes and on that salty note that's <laughs> the end of the episode thanks for tuning in see you next week bye bye